Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Of course, if you're in your car this lunchtime, you are going to be affected by um, the increased toll prices on many, many routes across the country, some going up by 60 cent per journey. So if you're a regular user, a motorist on a toll road, how does this affect your pocket? And is it fair? I mean, what's the solution? I was listening to Conor Faulkner there talking about um, people now going to avoid the busy roads and divert their route and head into the towns to avoid the increased charges. 53106, the tax line number, e- either if you want to join us. Deirdre's on the line. Deirdre, well, how, what do you make of the toll prices increasing? Well, um I'm not a regular user of the M50, but I'm an occasional user. And, um, you know, uh, the prices going up is, is always a concern for everybody who's, who has to pay them. But I would feel for people who have to use it all the time. But my issue really is the M50 in particular is that the uh, the toll is based on the north side uh, near Blanchardstown. I live in Artane and if I'm using it, I have to pay and people on the south side don't have to pay uh, unless they're coming to the north side. So, um, like... I'm originally from Tipperary. I have two sisters in the south side who um, are also from Tipperary, obviously. Yeah. And when they go to when they go home, they don't have to pay on the on the M50. But I do every time. Um, and I think it would be a fairer solution if the M50 toll um, was uh, placed in two parts of the M50: one the south side and one the north side, and that the fare was divided equally between them, or even you know a little over half or something like that if they wanted to. Regain the cost. I'm sure uh, your road, your road, road users in the south side won't be happy about that, Deirdre. Of course they won't, but you know it's fairer if it's divided between okay. the two. So divide yeah. that um, the 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 barrier toll on the M50. Put yeah. in put in another toll and charge people going put south in another side. Toll. Yeah. So basically, you're you're halving the fare. So if you're coming from the south side up to the north side on the M50, you're still paying the fare, but your 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 fare is halved between two different toll booths. Um, and then the people in the north side aren't paying the brunt of the fare every time they go uh, down the country or anywhere else on the south side. What about the other uh, roads, though? The other 10 toll roads, you know, on the national network, they're going to be increased by 60 cents. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a... It's a f- Big hike, um, you know, I think most people would, would feel that's quite unfair of a, of a dump. And I know they have to increase uh, from time to time, but it's a very big jump. 53106 is the number, if you agree with Deirdre here, perhaps. Should we uh, maybe split that M50 toll charge across the, the north and south? I'm sure many of our listeners will have a view on that, Deirdre, as well. Stay with us. Hugh is on the line too. Hugh, how are you affected by the um, maximum increase in toll charges? Yeah, the max the maximum increase is going to have an effect of driving traffic through towns uh, like Kells, County Mead, where I'm from. Uh, the M3 motorway uh, it goes from the M50 out to the M3, and it's a 35-minute journey. Uh, but we have two tolls on that route. And so, again, as I said, in North Mead, we're being affected more uh, than, than others in the area. We have good uh, public transport, the 109X is a 35 minute journey on the motorway between Kells and Blanchardstown but as I said for the daily commuter mm. uh, using the motor vehicle uh, it is an extra cost Do you agree with Deirdre's suggestion? I do believe that it should be uh, uh, we looked at how 
uh, the fee placement uh, on the toll gates where they're established. And that could be done on the M3 as well. For a slight increase at uh, the Black Bull, uh, the, the first toll coming out on the M3, a slight increase on that would, uh, with the amount of traffic around, give the toll company the same amount of revenue, uh, but wouldn't be penalising people in one part of the county uh, from the other. And, and as I said, North Mead is affected by this. But again, we will have an issue with people coming off at the likes of Navin and going on the on the old N3 uh, national primary route uh, and, and bringing traffic into the town of Kells. That, is, that is, has an effect. Uh, uh, and the long-term mm. view from government should be to get rid of the tolls, buy these tolls out early. Uh, the, the, the M3 motorway cost a billion euro. It's a fantastic piece of infrastructure. The people in Kells are more than delighted with it because we have a HTB ban in, in the town now. Okay, okay. Uh, the, the bypass around it. That infrastructure is most essential. But but as I said, extra, extra cost has an effect. And that's the point and I'd love to hear from listeners today who have now decided you know what I'm, I'm not going to pay this increased toll anymore particularly if you're a regular uh, um, motorist a regular commuter or user of tolled routes along the national road network I mean if you've just decided this morning that's it I'm not going to bother with this anymore I'm now going to divert my route I'm going to go through some of the suburban towns um, I mean sure it's only going to add to the, the traffic congestion in many other areas but if that's what you've decided and fair enough I mean like you know it, it, it is it it is a fair hike on many of the uh, the routes that we're talking about, particularly if you're travelling to and from work five days a week and you have to go through these tolls. Uh, 1800 453 is the number. Um, Hugh, just on, you know, in your own personal situation, are you a regular commuter? I'm a regular commuter in and out of the city all the time. I'm in the uh, property business. Uh, and as I said, I am commuting in and out of the city maybe multiple times a day uh, along the M3 motorway. Uh, as I said, it, it does it does have an effect, uh, but what I would say there's a huge cost benefit to using motorway instead of secondary roads for the government. Uh, if they look at it, when that traffic goes onto those secondary roads, the wear and tear and the amount of accidents on secondary roads are a lot higher. Uh, and as I said, if people use the motorways, it's a safer way to travel, uh, a more efficient way to travel. And, and this should, it should be looked at that this does save the government uh, money in the long term if, if they relook at this infrastructure uh, by not using secondary road networks. Well, one of the other points that's been made today is it's talking about offsetting the cost of people moving to electric cars as well, Hugh. Because obviously there'll be lower costs in, in tax. Um, I'm sure the money's going to have to be found somewhere. Yeah, electric electric is definitely, you know, it's gaining momentum. But we have seen the studies uh, lately that this will we will not hit the targets of electric uh, vehicle use. Uh, we will have new technology like hydrogen coming in, and that seems to be gaining ground in the energy markets as an alternative energy and another way to uh, power vehicles, uh, our buses, our, our public transport. Hydrogen is getting... Is, is getting traction across uh, uh, many nations at this moment in time. So electric isn't just one uh, uh, point. But as I said, uh, the motorways are a fantastic mm. piece of infrastructure, okay. but and, it's just the cost. And you too, though, you have the luxury of having, you know, at least some offering of reliable public transport. Deirdre, where you are, is public is public transport an option for you? 
to try and avoid um, the likes of the M50? Well, I suppose when you're like in Dublin itself, yes, it is, obviously. But you're okay. if you're going outside of Dublin, then no, obviously you have to, you know, um, you know, family, if I'm bringing them with me, I'm not going to go into town mm. and get a, a bus from the centre of town and go off down the country somewhere. It's just not practical. Um, and it wouldn't be cost effective either, uh, timely. So using like toll roads usually means you have to go uh, at a distance. Some, not mostly, actually, if you're, if you're using toll roads, you usually have to go some distance. Yeah. So I don't think public transport is always an option there. Uh, Hugh, I know you talked about the, the, the transport network there from, from Kells, but I mean, I mean, given your line of work, could you rely on it? Do you use it? I can't personally use it. I, I have to use a vehicle because I, I do multiple stops. Uh, basically, I'm a valuer, uh, an auctioneer, so I, I I travel around an awful lot of my business, as yeah, I so said, between practical. the city centre and Mead. And it's just not practical. I need that motorway network, but I also need it to be uh, that it's economical to use it. Uh, I do not want to get off uh, onto secondary roads, as I said. Uh, our whole region of the population has grown. And it's going to continue okay. to grow. And we have to think ahead. We're not thinking far enough ahead. This this texter says, I live on the south side of Dublin. I'd be happy to put up with the second toll on the south, the south side and split the cost. I think the Deirdre is absolutely spot on. This listener, total madness. I'll be driving through the town in future. This is just another hit for the working man. It's completely cruel. And this texter says, I wouldn't mind paying the extra money if the road was good. But we're actually paying all of this money to just sit in a traffic, uh, in a traffic jam. A toll should mean that you fly through not paying for the luxury of sitting in a car park. Well, that is a fair point. Keep them coming into us, 53106. Uh, Rose is with us. Um, Rose, how are you affected or how will you be affected by the uh, the price hike in tolls? Well, sure. Like everybody else in the country, any price hike is totally unwelcome at the moment. Um, my point basically is that since a lot of the toll roads, or the toll booths rather, are unmanned at the moment, and probably that's the future, they're mostly automatic the customer has to do all the more work themselves. So I can't understand how they can be putting up the prices. I can't see how they can justify mm-hmm. that. In downwards, they should be putting the prices because they're not even paying the salaries now for those who uh, man toll boots or, or did in the past. The, so when you say you have to do more of the work, I mean, you, you, in terms of just pay, putting the money into the machine or the card and the... Yeah, and on that point of putting money into the machine, I don't know many times I've been on the um, in four, in six, or whatever, where you you put in the exact money, and the machine will tell you that you haven't put in enough, so you end up putting in right. maybe ten, 30, ten to thirty or forty more cents into it. So they they should start probably by getting their machines to work properly. Right. Um, Are you a regular? Yeah, total user. Regular. You are Rose. Yeah. Is public transport an option for you? Not for not in the the uh, journeys that I have to make. No, no, you couldn't run a business and rely on public transport yeah. to uh, to uh, get you to places on time, and it would be a very inefficient use of one's time. And given the the cost prices, the hikes, the the figures that have been announced today, have you have you worked out? I mean, how much extra this will cost? No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it worked out at the moment. But like you know, we all need to realise the situation in the country at the moment and that no price hike on anything, even if it's only 60 cents uh, per journey or whatever, no, it's totally unwelcome, but it's totally unjustified in this situation. Okay. Hugh, have you calculated the impact on your wallet? 
Yeah, look, I'm going to hit probably another uh, uh, with the amount of journeys I uh, uh, do on the M3. It is another twenty euro a week. Uh, right, on okay. Cost. Uh, it does add up in the month and absolutely, in the year. That, yeah. That that's a substantial. It's over a thousand euro a year extra. Uh, and as I said, uh, you know, we we really have to start looking at this infrastructure. It's fantastic infrastructure, but as I said, if we run people off this infrastructure using the secondary road system again, it, it's not good. Mm. It's not good for for, for us as a, as as a country. A um, lot of support coming in for Deirdre's suggestion, surprisingly, actually, that we should uh, split the M50 toll charge. shouldn't just be on the north side, that there should be another one on the south side and then split the cost between both sets of commuters. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Now, a little earlier here in the programme, we were talking about the um, the toll charges going to rise to the maximum level from next month. And I've been asking you if you think it's fair. How is it going to impact your pocket, particularly if you're a regular um, road user where you're passing through tolls? But also, like, are you going to now avoid the toll roads, the M50, and start diverting your route through some of the suburbs, the towns? Like, What's going to be the actual impact of this? 1800 453 106, the number, if you want to join us. Bridget is on the line in Leash. Well, Bridget, how are you affected? Um, well, I'm affected because the, the cars and trucks that would normally use the bypasses are coming through the town, the nearest town to us. So the town is getting blocked with um, all the trucks that are avoiding it because, because the cost of fuel has gone up, they can't afford rising costs in tolls as well. So they just divert through Abbey Leaks. So this kind of expected um, knock-on effect of increase in toll charges, this is what we've been hearing today from a lot of the, the experts. You know, they're talking, that very scenario you've painted, people will just avoid now using the paid-for-tolled roads by going into the town. You're already feeling the impact of that. Absolutely. Every yeah. gets blocked on a regular basis. And the other thing you must remember is when there's a lot of traffic going through town, the chances of accidents to animals, children and older people rise because there is too much traffic around. And what's, can you give us, a, you know, in terms of the, the time, the traffic congestion, um, what is the, the day-to-day impact of that? Well, it would be around the popular times, sort of um, early mornings with deliveries, with um, trucks going through. There's deliveries going on, there's kids going to school. Again, when kids are coming out of school and people are leaving work, all of it adds to blocking the town so that getting around town is not easy. And um, again, as I say, the security and angle of it is also heightened. Some it just of, doesn't make sense to me yeah. at all. Some of the texters getting in touch with us about this today. Um, this listener says the, the M50... The M50 is not a toll road. You're paying a toll to cross the bridge when the M50 was built. The EU gave 75% of the cost and the government could not put a toll on the M50 as per EU regulations, according to this listener. Now, Ray says, if the tolls are in line with inflation, will they come down when inflation decreases? I sincerely doubt it, Ray. But yeah, it's a it's a valid question for sure. Deirdre made the point a little earlier on the M50 about the fact that you've got that um, the, the, the toll on the M50 and it affects north side commuters, residents primarily. And Deirdre made the suggestion today, should we have a second toll on the M50 towards the south end of the route? Um, 
and split the cost between the two. Andy's not impressed. He says, I think it's totally self-serving. I live in Lucan. I work in Malahide. So it's not only north side drivers that are getting tolled. The original M- the, the original toll for the M50 was for using the bridge. So effectively, anybody on either side paid the toll, according to Andy. Um, Kieran is on the line as well. Kieran, how are you affected by the uh, increased toll hike? Yeah, so um, thanks for having us on there, Andrea. Mm. No, we're, we're, we, we, uh, essentially, I, I work on the road all the time. Um, my job basically takes me around the country. But I have to go through, if I'm going essentially anywhere uh, built up, like uh, Dublin or Galway or anywhere like that, I'm passing through toll roads. And it's uh, ex- uh, to, to me, I think they're getting an awful expensive anyway. But I've started to avoid them entirely and even more so to the point that I've actually stopped um, driving altogether and gone home because it's just getting too expensive. What, what what sort of a hike have you noticed? Like, give us the... Have you thought about the numbers or...? Well, basically, um, when we when we see the... When we see the toll going up across um, all the different... Uh, all the different regions and all the different toll roads, um, it'll be adding... To my own bill, it'll be adding a couple of hundred euros a year just the amount of tra- travelling yeah. I do. Like I do in the region of about uh, 50,000 miles a year on, you know, non-stop driving. That's all yeah. the time. So we're hitting, you know, and, and uh, it's just, it's, it's adding to the bottom line or, or it's taken away from the bottom line all the time. Yeah. And clearly, like in the in the line of work you're in, um, Kieran, public transport's not going to be any option for you. No, because I drive uh, because it's agriculture related, okay. um, I'm going on to farms and I'm doing an awful lot of uh, driving. And when I when I get to where I have to go, I tend to have to go off on bad roads and narrow roads and mountain roads. So I'm, I'm driving a jeep all the time, and I just sure it's not getting yeah, into a, getting yeah. into a bus to carry a pair of Wellingtons and a pair of pull-ups and a rain jacket and um, whatever else you may need. It's, that's not going to be something that I, and. There's no buses going where we need them to go. Yeah. There's no buses in my region anywhere in, in, in North Leitrim. You're in North Leitrim. So again, public yeah. transport there, if you were working from home, no Absolutely option. Absolutely non-existent. Absolutely non-existent. Right. There's, a, there's a rural lift bus for the whoever uses it. And after that, public transport is non-existent. Bridget, what's the story in Abbey Leaks with public transport? Um, there's some buses go through the town, all right, to up to Dublin and that, but there isn't a huge amount, and certainly not from where I live because I'm in one of the villages outside Abbey Leaks. So there's a bus comes around twice or three times a day. Um, would take you ages to get anywhere, and certainly doesn't match up with any of the other buses. So no, you see, that's the trouble that people forget when you're in a city you can get around mm. so much easier. In Dublin, it's brilliant. In, in all of the cities, tra- transport is really, really good. But once you come outside to the countryside, you have to have a car, whether you like it or not. And don't forget, they're talking about the M50, that it's only the north side people who pay for it. Anyone who goes to the airport has to cross that bridge. Yeah. Uh, this you t- know, and the other thing about that bridge was when they built it, because I actually walked on it when people were allowed to walk on it when it was built, um, they said that once the bridge had been paid for, there would not be a toll again. It would belong to the country, to the people of Ireland. 
and they're still charging for it all these years later. Well, they can they can increase the the hike of the toll charges. They, they can do it in line basically with inflation. And sure, we know um, the story with that at the moment as well. But I see a text in here from another listener who says, "I'm in my final year in UCD in college, and due to the housing crisis, couldn't find accommodation that was suitable or affordable in any way this year. So I'm now currently commuting from South Offaly in my 15 year old small car, sleeping in my car when I'm too tired to drive home, and couch surfing for college. I rely on the M50 and the M7, both of which are usually jammed in the mornings. Just another cost on everyone and another hit to students as well. I'm definitely going to avoid um, any of the tolled roads going forward. I mean, like that's what the majority of the texters are saying today. They're just not going to use the tolled roads uh, where there is an alternative option. And now many other towns are going to be in the same position as you, Bridget and Abbey Leaks, where it's going to be nothing but, uh, but traffic jams there. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.